Hey, hey, everyone, welcome back to the new episode of Radio Say. You're watching this as a result of the YSA platform. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, lots of thoughts on it, so enjoy. everyone i just kind of want to talk about why the n-word is uh wrong for anyone to say or no why the n-word is wrong for specifically non-black people to say um and why it's problematic and why the harm that does um and so i'm gonna show you or i'm gonna have you listen to a video on tiktok and then i'm gonna get into it because that's what's inspired this little rant by um, that's going to take place. And I guess before we continue, happy Black History Month. Um, it, it's February. Today is the 10th of February. And I, like, I hope you guys are taking the opportunity to learn and research. Um, there are going to be more episodes on Black History Month. I do want to get on to the the TikTok drama that, that took place with um, the Nicki Minaj conference call that was supposedly organized by TikTok for Black History Month, yet Black creators really didn't have access to it the way it was. Anyways, it's a whole thing. I'm going to get into that in like another episode. I want to get into like so many different like things that have been taking place recently. Uh, especially want to talk about like the recent censorship of like education on marginalized groups like with the recent like push against critical teaching critical race theory in schools the push against teaching about lgbtq people and their stories in schools like the, the there is like seems to be a huge push currently in america where that's happening and i, I want to be able to talk about that in another episode as well i know i did promise you guys to talk about um Desmond Tutu's death and have a commemoration like episode. I will be getting to that soon enough. I just this kind of just hit my mind and it was a new. Uh, this was going to be a quicker episode, um, just to quickly get out and I, it's already in me and I just I have to. So yes, don't worry. Things are gonna come up as planned. We are gonna get the episodes I've promised. Um, just this is one that I feel like I need to get out right now. Um, and yeah, let's get into it. So the creator of this TikTok is Garrison Hayes. I'm going to put his at in the um, description of this podcast episode. Okay, we're going to start now. How do we stop saying and replace it with the N-word? Plan in the basement said, quote, we already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more big shots. I'm so glad you asked and buckle up, this story is crazy. As recently as the mid-1990s, it was totally normal in professional and journalistic life to blurt out the N-word when quoting someone else. I mean, yes, people knew that they shouldn't say it, but there was nothing wrong with recounting that someone else had said it. The word I'm thinking of is the word that you keep kept using among yourselves, yeah. among your other uh, friends. Like when five children in an upper-class suburb in this country write the hated word 
and code word. You see, the history of the word nigger has burdened it with barbs so permanent that even hearing a non-black person use the word to quote someone else using the word is unacceptable today. I'm making this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. I use yeah, I, I, I've used it. I admit it. I put the H on it to emphasize it's yeah. That, you know, make this, nigga, please, you know, can you lend a, a pencil? That's just the way things were until this guy gifted the world an alternative. This is Chris Darden. You may know him as the most unlucky lawyer of all time when he was tasked with prosecuting the O.J. Simpson case. When it was discovered that the lead detective in the case routinely used the word to describe black people and that there were recordings of him doing so. And you say on your oath that you have not addressed any black person as a that's what I'm saying. He's lying. Doubt was cast on whether or not his evidence could be trusted. This was such a big deal that the entire case became about these tapes. But OJ's only black prosecutor refused to say the word. The N-word. It is the filthiest, dirtiest, nastiest word in the English language. Opting instead to use the term N-word. Before this point, no one had used that term in public life or on national TV, and it changed the game. Almost 30 years later, it is inconceivable that a non-Black person would say that word. Chris Darden, in his deliberate refusal, made the most American word in the English language unutterable. How did we stop saying That's amazing. Um, so yeah, please check it out, especially because one of the video clips earlier in the, this video, and he, like, Garrison Hayes uses is Bill Clinton. Um, so I, I thought it was interesting and it's actually very interesting within the podcast mode. Like you can't really hear, or you, you don't get the same impact when watching videos that were designed to be videos. Um, and so yes, very that was very, yeah, I just find that interesting. So please check it out if you can. On to now my little discussion, I guess, rant. Why it's wrong to say that word. Okay, let's get into this. <coughs> so, first question, I guess, for everyone is, what word is there against white people that discriminates against them, dehumanizes them, that is racist towards white people? Can anyone name a word? Like, like don't actually say it if you, yeah, unless you watch yourself, I guess. Um, like, but like, can you can you think of a word that, that that's been used specifically against white people? I can think of one word, okay. And I'm not going to say that word, but I am going to talk about it, and 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 that leads into my next question: is that what what does that word mean? What was the context of that word that resulted in that word being said? And what does it what does it mean? What is like if you have to translate it or have to figure out the meaning of it and where it comes from? What what why why is it bad? If that makes sense. So, word I'm thinking of is c word. Um, and this word, the result of this word is that African American African American people who were enslaved, um, who they would refer to their um slave owners as this word because the slave owners were the people who would crack the whip. And we know the word baker is someone who bakes 
And so we know that that ER indicates that it's a person who, at that suffix of the ER at the end of beg, or really the suffix of R, the letter R at the end, end of the word beg, indicates that it's the person who begs. So then the African-American people, I, I prefer to refer to them as people, African-American people, instead of to focus it on their humanity and their identity rather than their, um, their, their status of, of oppression, if that makes sense. But I think it's worth noting that I'm talking about slaves, or, but specifically like who I'm talking about. Um, so, so when African-American people would like refer to their slave owners as, as this word, the C word, it was really making a reference to the fact that they were the people who were using a whip to punish them and inflict harm and abuse them and basically oppress them and subjugate them, that they were the main oppressors. And so that's what the C word means. It indicates, that's the context of the C word. The N word is really slang or, or like shortened word for the word Negro. Negro, like I, I'm saying this word as a black person, I just wanna say that I also can find the word triggering, but I think it's important to understand where it's coming from. So that's why I'm saying this word. So then like Negro, is a racial class, um, classification for black people. But it's not just any kind of racial class, classification. It's the same, like the, the racial class classification for white people would be Caucasian. And th these words were derived from this pseudoscientific racist hierarchy that was created to justify slavery justify colonization, justify these crimes against humanity <clears throat> and these mass acts and these massive acts of violence and oppression and abuse against black people worldwide. Like this racial hierarchy was created to justify it so that and to make basically help white people become more like like distant from it. I think there's a better word, like just like to describe the exact type of feeling, but just become like more ex exposed to so like, just more distant from the actual wrongdoing of this action and this, <coughs> excuse me. And so this racial, this pseudoscientific racial hierarchy was created and this racial hierarchy places black people on the bottom and it claims that black people are not human. It claims that black people are inferior, that they are subhuman. And after it took years of actual research, actual science research to like, and like dedication towards that to prove that race is a social construct. What that means is that there had to be scientists we had to study and research to prove the black people are human beings. Which sounds so stupid and sounds like so like, but also hard to hear. You know what I mean? Hard to comprehend because we're living in our society where like we know that. But they genuinely like, because of the result of this race, racist hierarchy and at the time when slavery was as speak, especially, there was this 
widespread belief that black people weren't actually human beings or weren't on like they were a lesser version or a lesser like like a, a part of the like it goes into racist a racist viewpoint of evolution um and so like they were like a less developed group of human beings which is which is simply not true and we have scientific research to back this by the way um we have and so when people say the n-word whether they like to admit it or not regardless of their context whether they're quoting it whether they're singing it in a song regardless of what their thought process or intention is when they say the n-word they're saying they're basically sending out a message that black people aren't human beings that black people are subhuman that black people are inferior they are sending out this racist message whether they want to admit it to or not and it's deeply wrong and problematic because we are human beings and we are like we have humanity and consciousness the same way we have feelings and intelligence we have civilizations and cultures and history and we have great people who have created invented things and who have developed things and we have we have a whole we are human beings and we're not less developed in any shape or form way rather we just live in a society that has prioritized western viewpoints and western ignorance of other people's cultures and has promoted this through a cycle of basically propaganda and basically promoting this idea that only western culture is the greatest and came up with cool things and and it's it's a whole system really that is made to perpetrate the idea of white supremacy um and so when people use the n-word and especially if they're non-black they're perpetrating this message and it's deeply harmful because it erodes someone's identity, it erodes someone's cultural history, someone's humanity, essentially. It's basically the N-word is verbal abuse, steeped in pseudoscientific racism. And there's no there's no hiding that, shading that, doesn't matter how hippie hoppy the song is, there's no hiding that fact. It simply is verbal abuse used used to promote the idea of white supremacy and to basically tear down at the like humanity of black people. And it's also a word that has been just associated with a history of oppression and it's continued use in modern day times. It's just a way to exert power over black people. And in this racist hierarchy, black people were placed on the bottom. That means other people of color were placed above black people. And it was all about being in proximity to whiteness and being as close as possible towards the top, which is uh, the top of the pyramid, which was considered white people in this racist hierarchy that was created, um, a racist, like, in racist theory. And so, like, it's basically, so it's, it's it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter if you're a person of color you simply have not undergone the same type of oppression that black people have and they simply are not viewed as the bottom of the barrel the way like you're just not viewed in that same you're not like and it's going to be hard for you to comprehend it because you people of color do experience oppression and they do experience their own racial and racist 
racism, they do experience their own histories when in conflict with colonization and white supremacy. They do have equally traumatic experiences. <coughs> but that doesn't take away from the fact that they have been placed above black people. And that means that this, and that means in multiple cultures around the world, you'll almost always find that the people who are darker are viewed as like less than. They're dehumanized. People who are closer to blackness are often like shunned from the society. It's only in, in, in white society where having darker skin has recently become a trend. But even then, it becomes a trend and an opportunity to culturally appropriate and co-opt things that black people have been shameful for centuries. And it's a privilege to be able to do that while still being humanized and then to be able to take it off whenever and whenever it doesn't fit you. You know what I mean? And other people of color don't really have that privilege. So that's why, that's why it's like, how can I say this? That basically, it's not the same thing when white people try to be dark compared to when <coughs> compared to when people of color are shunned for their for being darker. The colorism will always benefit proximity towards whiteness, and just because we've seen recent trends where black and white people might tan, that doesn't change the fact that there is an inherent power towards being considered what, if that makes sense. And the ability to dress up and change and like co-opt what they want, et cetera, doesn't change this reality. Which I guess gets into my last few points is that, so why can, why can black people say? Well, others, I still think the word is like incredibly harmful. And like, as the in the video was mentioned, um, that uh, is one of the ugliest words in the in the English language. Uh, the it, <coughs> sorry. Um, in terms of how black people are able to say it, is that is that when black people say to themselves or to each other, they are on the same level. They are saying essentially when they use that word that we are recognizing our joint experience and our joint trauma. We are recognized that recognizing that we have all experienced oppression. It's a form of camaraderie, a form of brotherhood. It's a it's a form of union or recognizing that that there is a joint experience that they have experienced. Because I think it's worth noting that historically before this racist hierarchy that was created by colonizers and by slave owners and by like white supremacy in Western culture, before that was all created, his, historically, people didn't view race the way we currently understand and view race. We, they recognized different skin colors, but there was more of a focus on tribes or cultural backgrounds or like, like things like that, you know? Race was not, race identity or phenotype uh, like identity was not a thing the way we realize it today. And so when black people recognize historically that that they were all oppressed and they have they used this word to describe themselves and refer to each other, they're recognizing this historical reality and this reality, this modern day reality of 
the classification of race now being a, a, a now being a real thing that has real life implications, even though it has even the race is a social construct. So when I say race is a real thing, it's it has real implications, if that makes sense. Even though it's not a biological reality. So yeah, when black people say it, it's not the same, it's not the same thing as a non-black person saying it. Because black people can say it in commodity and they all are the same. Whereas when a non-black person say it, regardless if you're a person of color or not, regardless if you are, it doesn't matter. If you're not a black person, when you say it, you're exerting power over black people. And then you complain about not being able to do so. So next time your favorite song goes on and then there's the N-word, just say N-word. Don't actually say like the word. You know what I mean? Like, or just cover your mouth. Or like don't say it. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like people react to the the, the t- like when people say don't say it, don't do it. They reacted like, oh, I'm not doing more now. Like, no, this isn't like when your parents say don't drink alcohol. You know what I mean? Or this isn't when um, the pastor at your church says don't watch thing, things online. <laughs> like, this isn't the same thing. Because those consequences, at the end of the day, is between you and the law. And you get negatively affected if there is a negative impact. But this is different. You are genuinely perpetrating racism when you say the N-word and you're not a black person. And you genuinely are hurting people. And by contributing to this idea of persisting, if you want racism to end and you want people to stop being racist or to racist ideology to cease to exist, we have to be careful with our language. You can't say, oh, the world's not racist. And meanwhile, then you proceed to say the N-word. No, like that's not how it works. You can't pretend or just change the meaning of the word because really you don't actually end up changing the meaning of the word. You just end up pretending the word has less power because it benefits you and because it just affirms your ability to co-op culture and whenever you like and also to then exert your power with black people if you want to and then make fun of them afterwards if you want to. You know what I mean? And that's just morally okay. So please, please, please don't say that word. That's basically the end of my thing. <laughs> and if you're a black person, you can choose to do that if you want to. That's your own decision. Um, but personally, I believe if you want to get closer to society, one of the things, it's not the only thing, it's not like, oh, so everyone stops saying N word and everything ends. But one of the things like that ca- can contribute towards deconstructing racism and reducing it is being careful as to when we use the N word and how we use it. Um, and so yeah that's just my two cents and thank you for listening that brings us to an end of this episode everything that i'm speaking about is linked down below and i really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and let me know what your thoughts are i'll be linking out socials in the description below until next time ciao